The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. Are you sick of idiots on the road? Well, so are we, which is why we'd like to give you all a few tips for driving in California. First, if you're slowing down to take a right turn, please, we beg you, move into the bike lane if there's no one there, of course. This is so that the cars behind you don't have to slow down. Second, if you're on the freeway, try and stay out of the right lane when people are merging. This streamlines the merging process and helps everyone to get to their destination faster. Finally, please don't get into the far left lane and then drive slowly. Don't be that person. Nobody likes that person. Thank you. Hi there, I'm your host Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. Before we go on, I just want to tell you we are wrapping up our fun drive. So if you'd love to get one of our cool t-shirts, this is a time to give back to KUCI. We are a team of volunteers. We love doing what we do. We have people who have been here for years and years. Tons of shows, public affairs, music shows, live bands. Again, we love what we do. We don't get paid to do this. And we want to keep this station going to bring you great programming and bring you great music, ticket giveaways, and all kinds of fun stuff. So this is a time to show your love to us. Just call 949-824-5824. We have Sheldon Abbott standing by and possibly another DJ or so. So again, 949-824-5824. Standing by with me is Shelly Detkin. And she is uh, the mom of Cambria Deccan, who I've had on my show before. Uh, very talented singer-songwriter. But Shelly is doing her own thing right now. She's a nutrition educator and plant-based food specialist. And she's been posting these unbelievable recipes online. And I said, Shelly, what are you up to? This looks incredible. So it's my pleasure to welcome Shelly Detkin. Hi, Shelly. Hi. How are you? Awesome. How are you? Good. You keep posting these recipes and I keep saying, okay, I want to make that. I want to make this. (laughs) (laughs) And you can. (laughs) Oh, I'd love to. Tell me, first of all, about how you got into, this is your business, Plantifil Wellness? Uh Uh-huh. How did you start that? Well, I originally, um, about almost eight years ago when I started really getting into um, plant-based cooking Mm -hmm. um, because I was able to really change my health um, doing that. I, I just, I kept, you know, cooking and making up recipes and I would just type them up in word, Mm -hmm. you know, and every now and then, well, if I'd have friends over or whatever, they'd, they'd want the recipes. So I, you know, forward recipes and before you know it, I got people saying, you know, you should write a cookbook or, Sure. Um, create a website or a Facebook page or something. So, um, and I just decided, you know, and I had already been kind of counseling people here and there, uh, helping them, you know, with their with their nutrition and, and diet and things like that. And so, okay. so I, you know, created a company name and um, a website, and and it's just really a way to share yes uh you know these these recipes and information you know that that goes along with you know eating this way and um it's been really fun let me back up a second because uh on your bio which i posted on my website my blog get the funk out show.kuci.org you shared a personal story because were you not healthy at the time you felt like i needed to make a change yeah i i mean i wasn't 
um, extremely ill or anything. Okay. I, I just I just didn't feel great, mm-hmm. you know, and and I had a few minor um, health issues that you know doctors they weren't doing anything to help me with. Um, I was trying everything, and really they just you know mm-hmm. wanted me to. Take, take this pill, take, take that pill. Yeah, take medication. <laughs> they yeah. never even asked me, what are you eating? Um, and that's really what started me on the journey of looking into um, health and um, food. Uh, because so many people are sick as a result of what they're putting in their mouth. And it really does seem, you know, it's a pretty basic thing if you really think about it. We yes. eat all day long, every day. Mm-hmm. And most of what most people are eating is, is really horrible. Yes. So it's going to, you know, it's going to take a toll on your body in so many different ways. So I, I started changing my diet, stopping, you know, the, the uh, medications I was taking for various things. And uh, just, you know, I, I mean, I couldn't believe, couldn't believe the difference. That's unbelievable. You know, the same is true for kids. I went through this thing with my youngest daughter when she was little, she was drinking milk, and she always had ear infections. And it wasn't until a few years later I had a blood test done, and she has a dairy allergy. And mm-hmm. now she'll never touch ice cream or anything, but um, she was so sick. And then we were giving her antibiotics because that was the thing to do, which has created other issues. So yeah, it's, oh, it's been such a journey. And now, you know, it's totally different in my house, what I, what I eat, what I make. So tell me about what are some of the things you've given up? Uh, anything that has to do with animals, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically. So uh, I started with um, um, meat. Yes. Well, I've always been very connected to animals my entire life. Um, I ate. I didn't eat very much meat ever, just because it just didn't seem right to me. It kind of grossed me out. And I ate it because I thought I needed it. And I was at one time really um, into um, uh, strength training and that kind of thing. So it's like, God, get my protein in, you know, yes. chicken breast all day long, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I thought I needed it. And um, so uh, that was pretty easy for me to to uh, stop eating, you know, the, the flesh of animals. The hard harder thing really was the dairy, and that is really common. There are certain chemicals in the dairy that, uh, you know, create sort of an addiction. So it's really difficult for people to stop Mm -hmm. um, eating the dairy. And so the trick is to educate yourself as much as you can as to how harmful dairy is. It's not good for anyone, whether they know you have an allergy to it or not. It's just not meant for humans. It's meant for baby cows. You know, we're supposed to drink the milk of our mother and then we wean like every other species. Yes. Um, but for some reason, we got this idea to keep drinking it and drinking it from another animal. And it's just too powerful and concentrated for humans. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that was harder. But once, once I did that, I felt even better. So, you know, no dairy, no animal foods of any kind. And the rest is, is the plant kingdom. And when people say to me, so if you don't eat those things, what do you eat? Well, <laughs> I've been asked I mean, the same thing. That's crazy. Yeah, right? It, it's a crazy question. If you think about the plant kingdom as far as, you know, beans and grains and uh, 
starchy vegetables and green and red and yellow vegetables and all the fruits. There are so many to choose from compared to this handful of animals. Oh, it's huge. On a regular basis, you know? Yes. There's just so many. And then you add in spices and herbs and all these wonderful things to make them taste good. Yes. You know, it's, I mean, I actually got excited about cooking once I I changed um, my ways. I was kind of in a rut before. I was like, what are are we going to have tonight? (laughs) And now it's like, there's just so many possibilities. So you were pretty much in a funk. I was totally in a funk, and I got out of the funk, and, you know, my whole family got out of the same funk. Um, Cambria, my daughter, Mm -hmm. you know, she um, followed suit immediately when I decided we weren't having these things in the house anymore. Um, And my sister, who lives here, too, did the same thing. Hubby was a little bit more difficult. (laughs) took longer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He was a meat and potatoes guy. Nothing green was allowed on the plate. Really? And, um, he never ate any really. vegetables? No, wow. No, hardly ever. Lettuce, plain, um, maybe some broccoli, but uh, he was raised in North Dakota, and, you know, it's just meat and potatoes, really. Um, and uh, he, but he finally started seeing, hey, you know, she's doing really well. She's never getting any colds, and yes. I am, and, you know, just all these things kind of came together for him, and he um, ultimately changed his ways too, lost 40 pounds, which we didn't even realize he had 40 pounds. You know, I did notice he looked very thin. I saw a picture of you. Happy anniversary. I think you just celebrated. And he looked so thin. I thought, is he okay? He he didn't look like he needed to lose weight. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you look at the BMI calculator, he's right within, you know, normal range. And I guess he wasn't before. So, um, yeah, he wow. lost weight without even trying. He was still eating plenty of food, just eating mm-hmm. the right food. And he feels great, and uh, he doesn't get sick anymore either. I mean, in our house here, this, you know, past winter and many winters uh, leading up to it, we we didn't get colds, we didn't get flus, nothing, when everyone around us is getting sick. Yes. Um, you know, so there's just so many benefits. Absolutely. And, you know, you don't have to go cold turkey. I mean, as I was telling you via email, I used to eat so much junk food growing up. My kids are horrified. They're like, you did not eat bacon double cheeseburgers. <laughs> I'm like, I did, and I'm nauseous thinking about it. <laughs> really gross. It huh? really <laughs> gross. And it was it was more like um, something I was raised on having. I grew up in New York, and it was like Sunday nights, yeah, let's walk over to McDonald's. And, it, and I was mm-hmm. always very depressed that evening when I went to bed, and I didn't know why. And um, I just, the food totally brought me down. I was exhausted. Too much soda, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, it's, I'm trying to be so different with my kids. I mean, it is. It's it's making those changes, nothing drastic, and then letting, I think, your kids and your family be part of the process is great. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's a big part of it. And I I felt kind of alone in the beginning when it was my decision for myself. Yes. Uh, But it, once everybody else got on board and, you know, it was a family thing, it's just, it's easier for everyone and a lot more fun that way. Right. Um, and, you know, I was actually, I was worried about my husband because uh, I, I know dealing with uh, clients and, and seeing sick people, um, I know what poor diet does to people. Yes. It can, it, you know, cancer, heart disease, diabetes, all food-borne illnesses, really. And my husband was on the, on the right track, and we would actually, the only thing we'd ever argue about was his diet. And I'd say, you're being selfish eating this way because you're going to die. Leave me alone. Yeah, <laughs> but, I don't want that. I mean, it's blunt, so, but it's true, you know. Yeah, I know. It's very you know. true. 
you know, it's um, interesting. You go to, I have younger kids, uh, and when they go to parties, their parents are still ser- serving a lot of sugar, a lot of junk, and um, it's just it's just not right because they. I find that my daughter wasn't paying attention in school. She's exhausted, you know. Mm-hmm. And and then um, when you start these good habits now, that's all they know. That's oh, all they know. True, setting them up for a lifetime of making the right choices, and then ultimately sharing that with their kids. You know, mm-hmm. I was I I feel so fortunate every day that Cambria saw the light at 14, um, and I, I never had to, we didn't have to argue about any of this, and, um, you know, it's nice to see her actually, you know, making, um, being a good example for her friends. Nice. You know, I've seen a lot of, a lot of change there mm-hmm. uh, as they watch her eat so healthily. That's great. That's yeah. great. You know, there's a lot of uh, people who think, well, how you, as you said, how are you going to get your protein if you don't eat um, meat? Well, I didn't realize there's a lot of protein, a lot of iron in, in kale, broccoli, you know, you name it, and all these other things. There's protein in everything. And it's it just, this whole crazy thing started once upon a time, like in the early 1900s, where someone decided to just pull this nutrient out of all the nutrients, I mean, we need all of them. It's like, it's like asking someone, where do you, where do you get your vitamin K? Yes. <laughs> Who cares? You get it. And and if you're eating a, a variety of foods, which we all should be doing, um, and you know, not eating the same exact thing every every meal, then you're getting all the nutrients you need. Protein being one of them, mm-hmm. calcium being another. You know, I mean, there are so many nutrients that we don't even know about yet. We just, you know, we have a handful that we that we uh, pick out and, and measure, and um, but there are so many. And, uh, you know, if you consider breast milk is like 5 to 6% protein, and a growing baby, a developing growing baby is drinking nothing but that. Mm-hmm. So our, our protein requirements are really quite small, you know. Yes. Six to, and and, and we're, we're grown now, so, so for adults even you know, probably less. Anything below 10% is fine. And if you are just eating a variety of different plant foods, you're you're hitting that number no matter what. It's impossible to be protein deficient unless you're calorie deficient. And in this country, I don't know anyone who's not eating enough calories. Right. Now, is there a time when you say, is it, is it tough to, to come up with creative ideas for dinner? Are you just coming up on your own? Are you going online? How how are you doing this? Um, kind of a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have way too many cookbooks <laughs> that I refer to. About 50, I think. Um, cookbooks, I kind of like to collect them. And I'll just thumb through to get ideas. I, I very seldom follow recipes anymore. Um, but just to kind of get an idea. Uh, and I'll go online, same same thing. Usually, I don't know, I'll just kind of look in the fridge and I'll see something, mm-hmm. you know. I'll see something I got at the farmer's market. Like the most recent recipe I posted was a, a sweet potato and green bean salad. That, And I'm not sure how, I, how that came together in my head. It's just I saw the green beans from, that I got from the farmer's market. I saw this beautiful Japanese sweet potato. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what can I do? Sure, I can eat those plain separately, but that's kind of boring. How can I 
you know, incorporate the two together to make a yummy, low-fat, that's the other key to good health is eating low-fat. Yes. Um, and so I just whipped up a little maple Dijon sauce with a, a low-fat vegan mayo and some nice. Dijon mustard and a couple other things. And um, and I steamed the, the vegetables and tossed it all up, and it was just delicious. That's and great. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I just kind of... You're creative. I kinda, I've, yeah, I, I have become very creative. I think I have a little bit of a knack I got from my mom. She's really good in the kitchen. Um, but there's so many resources out there, and my website is... is that's why I did it, because not everyone has as easy of a time creating recipes and that kind of thing, and that's why I wanted to create the website uh, and my Facebook page to, to, to help people and to give people, you know, some... Some ideas and nice. You know. Do you have a favorite dish that you make? Oh gosh, you probably have a few. <laughs> Your desserts are unbelievable. Last night I was showing my daughters. I want to make that. <laughs> yeah, the dirt. I, I lately I've been gravitating more towards creating a lot of those things, and they are more of a challenge because anyone can make a vegan treat. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really easy to cook without eggs and, uh, you know, to substitute that way um, and use non-dairy milks in place of regular milk. But um, the trick is to make them a little fat. Every vegan treat that you find out there is super fattening, so it's really no better for you than, the, than you know, the real thing. So that's my challenge is trying to make these vegan treats be low-fat and still not taste like cardboard. Yes. And so far I've been, <laughs> I've been successful. Um, but... Um, that's that's what I find myself doing a little bit more of lately, and and you know, hubby and I have even been talking about you know kind of getting my stuff out there somewhere. I'm not sure you know where I would sell it, but you know, we'll I, see. I was going to ask you: Are you coaching uh, women how to you know? Have you ever led any kind of uh, cooking class? How to do this? Yes, yes, I've had cooking classes in my home. Uh, I don't want to say class is more like a demo because it's not hands-on for for the guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have a, a sizable kitchen um, area, so um, I, I keep it to kind of a small group, so it's nice and intimate, about eight of us. And, um, you know, nice. I just show them what I'm doing, and we talk about it and how I, you know, saute my vegetables without oil. I use um, broth or water, and that usually freaks people out they can't they can't believe that's possible but it is and it doesn't do anything to alter the taste and it it, uh saves you a lot of fat and calories which is which is wonderful so yeah i do that and um coach people individually you know if they have some health concerns and they want to turn things around do you eat do you cook with tofu and tempeh i do you do okay yeah i haven't gotten in tempeh yet i had it one time and it I don't know. I couldn't get into it, the taste. I have to try it again. It, yeah. <laughs> tempeh is pretty, um, it's not the best thing for people to start out with. I'd say, you no. know, tofu is tofu. a better, better choice. And then sort of once you get used to to that, working yes. with the tempeh. But it definitely, it's, uh, it all depends how it's prepared. Yes. Um, it, by itself, it's horrible. Um, marinade is much better because, you know, it absorbs the flavors and steaming it before marinating it is key um, to sort of open everything up to 
suck in the marinade. We make a, um, or I, I guess I should say here, a, uh, a bacon, a tempeh bacon mm-hmm. that I just, I just marinate it, slice it, marinate it with like liquid smoke, smoke and maple syrup and tamari and, um, and bake it. And we have BLTs and it's awesome. That sounds good. And it's good for you. Yeah. Delicious. It's very good for you. Do you use that, uh, Bragg's liquid amino? Yep. I use that. I, I just got I, into that. Yeah, I love that. You know, you can buy it in a little spray bottle, mm-hmm. and I love to just squirt some on my salad. Nice. And, and, and maybe some lemon juice, and that's all I need really for, for dressing. So I have to say, I, I wanted you on the show because I know in my own personal experience, as with you, food has definitely played a role in moods and funks and all that. And I, I think this has been really inspiring. So if people want more information about you or, you know, how to connect with your website, what should they do? They should go to plantifulwellness.com. It's P-L-A-N-T-I-F-U-L wellness.com. Uh, or there's a, I have a Plantiful Wellness Facebook page where I post, um, you know, different, well, I post, every time I post a recipe on my website, I do it there too, but also some other links to articles, um, you know, that are relevant to um, nutrition and health and and, um, things like that. That's great. Well, we're going to wrap up, if you don't mind. Is there anything else you want to add before we end the show? I think it's perfect that today is Monday. Mm -hmm. Um, Meatless Mondays is something that I try to get people to pay attention to. If we all just once a week don't do meat, Monday's a good day to do it. Yes. It makes a huge difference in um, the in our planet um, and the animals and your health. So I, everyone can do just one day. I love Start it. There. I love yeah. it. Maybe you could come up with some um, recipe ideas for every day of the week. Hey, good idea. You know, just throw them out there. My, my daughters have been loving... Uh, Maybe Taco Tuesday, you know, with uh-huh. beans and, uh, you know, rice, tacos. I don't know. Just an idea. It's been great having you on the show it's again. Been great. Thank you. I, I'm so glad you were able to call in. And we're going to wrap up the show with a song from Cambria. Oh, thank you so much, Janine. I oh, appreciate it. You're so welcome. So say hi to everybody. Send my love. I will. You too. Thanks so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care. All right. We're going to wrap up the show. That was Shelly Detkin. And uh, we're going to end the show with Cambria Detkin. There's so many great songs to choose from. I'm going to just pick one. How about Love Will Find a Way? I'm your host, Janine. You've been listening to Get the Funk Out. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, and I'll be out in the studio handling the phones. If you'd like to call in and make a pledge, we would love it for our fun drive. The number is 949-824-5824. Have a great Monday, everybody. Every day